Sports Talk Chicago, Herbert Johns Global. Appreciate everybody tuning in. John Meadows here directing and producing. Big thank you to all of our affiliates. Logos at the top of the screen, ACTV, Cities 92.9 Talk FM, AM 1230, WJOB, and Gen TV. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit that like button. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And um, if you missed any part of this show, make sure to go back to the podcast, sportstalkchicago.com, or wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to every segment. We do a good job of cutting that up and getting it out there for you in a timely manner. Appreciate you all being here. Uh, we just railed on Justin Fields and Tyson Bajan, that whole controversy. I almost don't blame them, though, for what happened this past weekend specifically. So if you, if you missed the game, the Bears lost in frustrating fashion to the Vikings 1913. We called the game, and we called it, as we do every week, on YouTube. You know what the most interesting part of the game was? You know what the most impressive part of the game was? It wasn't the catches made by wide receivers or Justin Fields scrambling when he was in trouble, Tyson Bajan coming in and, and being intriguing. The most incredible part of the game was, the most athletic part of the game was, the fact that Fields and Bajan both looked like Odell Beckham Jr. catching snaps from the center. Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick Somehow, someway, forgot how to snap a football. These guys have been doing it for a while. But yet, we saw Justin Fields constantly jumping up for a snap, making a one-handed snap catch. Tyson Bajan did the same thing, and there was a different center in for Bajan than there was for Fields. Both guys had no help from their centers whatsoever. Now, you could say this is a minimal part of the game, and it doesn't matter, but I will counter by saying this. If there's an errant snap as a quarterback, your vision's off, you're feeling rushed, and you lose, at some points, a second to corral the football. And one second in football, especially if you're a quarterback, is the difference between a Hail Mary touchdown and a 10-yard loss and a sack. I'm not going to blame Justin Fields in full for getting sacked as much as he did last week, even Bajan for getting sacked and losing that football because constantly they never got a clean, consistent snap. They had no trust in their centers. Zero. And when you have no trust in your center, how are you as a quarterback supposed to predict and have hope and have faith in getting the football and actually making a play? This is elementary. This is easy. This is Pop Warner, peewee football. And for some reason, the Bears just can't get it done. Now, here's what Matt Eberflus had to say. This is the most idiotic statement I've ever heard. This actually trumps um, pretty much everything he said throughout his Bears tenure. So he was asked about why he made a change in center when Tyson Bajan came in. Because if you remember, Cody Whitehair was snapping to Justin Fields. The balls were all over the place. He put in Lucas Patrick, though, with Tyson Bajan. Didn't make a change beforehand or didn't do anything beforehand. So reporters asked him about why the change was made, and he said this quote. Lucas Patrick obviously was going through concussion protocol throughout the week, and when Justin went out and we had Tyson in there, we thought it was best for our team to have the guy that had more experience in there playing center. That's that position that we have that Lucas has played for a long time. He has a lot of experience in there. We thought that would settle Bajan down a little bit. Porter asked, well, wasn't Whitehair benched because he didn't know how to snap the football. 
Niebuhr said, quote, No, it was just more about settling down and putting the guy in there that had most experience at center. We feel good about both guys, and obviously we've switched guys around during the course of the year, guard, center. We're going to have to continue to do that based on where Nate Davis is. We'll see, but we like our flexibility in there. I'm going to have an aneurysm. Um, So Tyson Bajant, the undrafted rookie, comes in, right, after Justin Fields gets hurt, and... Matt Eberplus makes a center change, and he says he made that change because he wants the guy with more experience playing center in with Tyson Bajan. Hold on a second. Why isn't the guy with more experience, why isn't the starter in with Justin Fields? Why are you putting out a subpar product for your starting quarterback? He's constantly under pressure, moving around with the football, making Odell Beckham-type catches, and you decide we're going to put in the guy with less experience to be with Justin Fields. Hello, Matt Eberflus, hello. Wow. Here's the best part, too. Then when the backup comes in, Tyson Bajant, right, undrafted rookie, now we're going to put in the best center we got. Now we're going to put in the guy with most experience. Why? To make him feel okay. What? What about Justin Fields? Does he not deserve to feel okay out there? Does he not deserve to get a clean snap put to him? That way he doesn't have to run around and get sacked right away? Fields has gotten beat up all season. Doesn't he deserve a clean snap with a more experienced center? Yeah, we got you here, Matt. We got you here, Coach Eberplus. I'm sorry. I don't know why you can't come out and say and be honest and say, you know what? Yeah, Whitehair wasn't getting it done for us. We benched him. Why must there be this tiptoeing? Are we scared about hurting people's feelings? I think Cody Whitehair, I think everybody in the world who watched that game knew Whitehair got benched. Benched. Not, all oh, we wanted to change. Benched. Just say the word benched. Say, he sucked. Say something. Don't say this. This is a dumb decision and a dumb rationale for what you did. Come on. Oh, I don't know. I, I wanted to make a change because there was a new quarterback in and we were worried about him and how he'd feel, so we put in the more experienced guy. What? An undrafted quarterback comes in, your backup quarterback comes in, in a game in which you're already losing. So now you decide, you know what? I was saving him the whole game, guys. I'm going to put him in now. I'm going to put in the, the real good center now. Meanwhile, your starting quarterback, who... Not to mention the fact is in the midst of an evaluation year, you leave him out to dry and you put in a crap-ass center who can't even snap a damn football. That is horrible coaching then, too. So not only did you totally bust that explanation, but now you're indicting yourself for your dumb coaching decisions, your stupid coaching decisions. Which, which is it, coach? I'm asking you. I mean, I admire the fact that he wants to throw himself under the bus over his players, I guess, right? But at the end of the day, everybody's being thrown under the bus anyway because we saw what we saw. We saw how bad Whitehair was. We knew he was being taken out. We knew he was being benched, okay? But now Eberplus says, well, I, I, didn't, no, I didn't bench anybody. I just made that change because I wanted more experience in there for the backup quarterback who's undrafted. Now you look like a moron. And this goes back to my original point. This, in and of itself, is a problem, but the original point is, how do the Bears, how does a National Football League team not have somebody who could snap the football? How is that possible? How is that possible? 
This isn't high school. This isn't peewee. This isn't even college. But by college, you should have it figured out. No, we're talking about NFL professionals here. How can nobody snap the ball? Let's call all the recruits out of retirement then. I mean, this is ridiculous. You can't snap it for me? You can't give me the football if you're the, if you're the center and I'm the quarterback? <laughs> if you watched that game on Sunday, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that was horrendous play. I've never seen that bad of a snapping effort from both guys ever in an NFL football game. I've never seen it. And I'm not super old, but I'll tell you, I've been watching football for minimum 15 years. I've never seen that bad of a performance at center from both players. And it just goes back to this. Why don't the Bears have somebody who could snap the football? Why do they have two quote-unquote so-called centers who don't know what being a center is all about? I know you got a block, of course, but you have to snap it. Okay, if you snap the ball over Justin Fields' head and he tips it, tips it around a bit, catches the football, oh, that's two seconds. Then what? There's a defender right on him. Then he gets sacked. Then everybody wonders, three and out, okay, time to punt. It's all because of that. Part of it is. It's a chain reaction. It's a domino effect. And nothing's being helped. Nothing's being changed. It's all just a joke. It drives me insane. The, the snapping problem drives me insane. How could you call yourself a professional, a center, and not snap the football right? And then here's the best part. I'm going to read it again because I'll tell you, I was flabbergasted when I heard this from Matt Eberflos. So he was asked about the center position. Here's what he said. I'm going to read you verbatim what he said. Lucas Patrick, obviously, was going through concussion protocol during the week. And when Justin went out and we had Tyson in there, we thought it was best for our team to have the guy that had more experience in their playing center. Here's another thing, too. If he was going through concussion protocol throughout the week, why did he even come into the game then? Why did he come in? If we're worried about player safety here and he's going through concussion protocol, why even bring him into the game? And then when asked about if Whitehair was actually benched, Trying to ask him to use the word bench. Deeper Blue said this. No, it was just more about settling down and putting the guy in there that had more experience at center. We feel good about both guys. And obviously, we've switched guys around during the course of the year. Guard, center. We're going to have to continue to do that based on where Nate Davis is. We'll see. But we like our flexibility in there. Hey, there's no flexibility in there. There's no flexibility in there because nobody could do the job. <laughs> there's no flexibility there. Flexibility implies that... You have three or four people at that position who could do it great. There's not one player on that team who could snap right right now. <laughs> not one. Not to mention the fact that you got you put in somebody who was going through concussion protocol, and, and the worst part even, you put in the more experienced guy. Your words, not mine. Your words. The more experienced guy goes in when the undrafted backup comes in. So when your starter goes out, you have the more experienced guy sitting on the bench. The seasoned vet has to sit on the bench for the star quarterback, but when the backup comes in, that's when we put in the star center. That's when we put in the more experienced center where the backup comes in. Not when the star QB's in. We give him piss-poor stuff. Come on. And then we wonder why they're losing. We wonder why these are little things, too. 
The big picture is this. Yeah, Justin Fields is not performing. Matt Eberflus is probably going to get fired. Luke Getze and his offense look good one week and bad the next. Those are all big picture issues. But these little minutiae, these small things play a role in a team losing just as much as the Bears have, right? The good teams, the great teams do it all right. They know how to master winning a game inside two minutes, making good personnel decisions, making good coaching decisions, calling the right plays at the right times. They're not going to be 100% correct, but they're going to get things right more than wrong. This team has it all wrong. There's not one thing right. Nothing. There's nothing right about this team. They just suck. They just suck. They're always bad. They're always a joke. And they're always doing dumb crap like this. And I've had it up to here, really. But why did they always have to be bad? Why do they always have to be like this? Right? Why do they always have to be like this? Why can't we see competency, uh, normalcy, good things? No, we see just stupidity. We see two different centers, and both guys were competent in, and then we see the more experienced guy comes in when the backup comes in. So you have the more experienced guy ready to come in with the second stringers, but you have the novice come in with the first stringers. Yeah, we're going to give him the start today. Hey, the Bears aren't 3-12 and or 3-13, and, and this is their last game of a tanking season. This is the middle of a football season. What is this, Joe Madden and the Cubs putting guys wherever you want to see how it goes? No, there has to be a structure here. This is football, not baseball. This is football. And you're a professional team. You're professionals. You claim to be. You play in a league that consists of professionals, so by association, I guess you're part of it. You're going to make the right decisions. This was a dumb move. And think about what it implies. What Matt Eberplus said, what does it imply? It implies that, and this is really troubling, there's no prioritization of Justin Fields. None. No prioritization of Justin Fields. I may not defend him fully because Justin, as far as his performance goes, has not been there fully, right? It, it has not been there. But I'll say this, this is BS for him. Why is he being stuck with the backup center, with the less experienced center, when his career could be on the line right now? Why is he being stuck with mediocrity when his career is hanging in the balance? They're screwing him in that respect for sure. And they screwed both quarterbacks with that performance from the center position on Sunday afternoon. We'll be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago.